Could we say that together? Take my life and let it be all for you and for your glory. Take my life and let it be yours. Now, beautiful prayer for ever. Take my life and let it be yours always, always and forever. Praise be to his name. Just a moment, we'll be looking at Luke chapter nine. Found in the scripture, Luke chapter nine and verse fifty seven. Reading through the end of the chapter, Luke chapter nine, fifty seven through sixty two. And as I as I came into the sanctuary this morning and I uh, I sat down and certainly I felt this compelling presence of of God, his greatness and his goodness and his his blessing. In my life. And then I I began to look around. And I began to see. Began to see you. And I said thank you God. For. For the honor. And the invitation. To be a part of this. This church community. These lives represented and, and more. And I, w- I want to say thank you for for the privilege of of serving and and knowing you and and being a part of your lives and and being a part of just kind of the the things that go on as life and give give praise to God for you and and I think as we early on said to to many. Um, you know, our, our, our home is a place where, where people are welcome. And, and if you want to drop by sometime, you, you feel like you, you can drop in. <laughs> um, we, we have a few more steps on our, our, our front entrance now. For some of you had, had bigger steps to take and maybe that scared Scared a few people off, but we have some smaller steps now. And so, so you, you just make your way to those steps sometime and you, you feel a warm welcome. Some, some of your homes we haven't been in yet, but we desire almost every week we try to get into a, a new home, Lord willing. That doesn't always happen. But, but we want to tell you that we, we love you. You are loved and you are appreciated, you are prayed for, and you're thought of, and we're, we're so glad to be a part of your lives. Thank you for allowing us the privilege of entering into this community. It is, it is a blessing. I'll just say real quick, though, um, just don't come over the next few days, okay? Um, we won't be there. Uh, we're we're going to be uh, heading off to Canada uh, this afternoon and uh, be with Mary Lou's family for for a few days. It's, it's been all too long since we've been with them. And, and so I'll just say, um, you know, 
because we've invited you and then we're not there, just just kind of let you know that um, um, if, if you can get in the house, you know, just just make yourself at home. But uh, <clears throat> I, 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 we, we've been asking that question: What will it take? What will it take? And last week we kind of looked at the negative sense. And the question was last week, what will it take for you to turn your back on Jesus Christ? You don't have, you usually don't ask that question, but 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 we looked at some of those those real life things um, that just happen. Influence and, and affect our lives in, in such a way. And, and, and Jesus, as, as the scripture has been read, he says, you, you won't leave me too. Uh, Jesus, Jesus had some pretty, pretty tough words at time to say. He, he, he spoke it straight. He spoke it clear. You won't leave me too. And, and so we ask that question, what, what will it take for you to, to turn your back on Jesus Christ? And, and, and I pray it, it, you have decided, I will follow Jesus. I will follow Jesus. There is no turning back. E- even if nobody follows with me. I'll follow him. But today we're, we're looking a little bit more at this, this question about what will it take to be a disciple of Jesus? What will it take to be a follower? What, what will that cost be? What will that mean? Uh, die out. Um. A, a, a few months back, we uh, we had the the front landing of of our house that was starting to sag away, and uh, it, it it caused a, a bit of a a safety issue for some. There there were a few people who kind of had trips over it, and you know we didn't want anybody to be hurt at the parsonage, of course. And so um, we we made a decision that we needed to get the the pad out and uh, um, build a, a new new deck on the front. And I think we're about there, okay? Just to let you know that. Um, and you literally can climb the steps and you'll be all right. Uh, but, but when we began to do this weekend warrior project, Jim, huh? uh, we, we didn't count on it raining, and uh, we didn't count on uh, having to get a building permit, and we did. And uh, later on, when we were continuing to work, we didn't count on the, the soil being so hard and what it would take to, to dig deep. And it's, it's pretty hard for any of us. Have you ever been there? You, you start that project, gung-ho, woo! Gonna, gonna do this. We're gonna get it done today. And uh, oh, I see, I see some wives that are saying, "Honey, you still haven't got that project done." <laughs> what will it take to be a follower of Jesus Christ? Je- Jesus spells it out pretty clear here in the Scripture today. Could we take time to read his word? Luke chapter 9. 
verse 57 through 62. Could we stand in honor of his word this morning? As they were walking along. Uh, the road, a, a, a man said to Jesus, I, I like this. He says, I will follow you wherever you go. He said it loud. He said it clear. He said it specifically. I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus replied, foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the son of man has no place to lay his head. He said to another, follow me, follow me. But the man replied, Lord, first, let me go and bury my father. And Jesus said to him, let the dead end up burying their own dead, but you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Still another said, I will follow you, Lord. But first, let me go back and say goodbye to my family. I mean, this sounds good. Let me bury my father. Let me first say goodbye to my family. And Jesus replied, no one who puts their hand to the plow and then looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. These are his words. This is his word. And it's real and alive for today. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You may be seated. Uh, there, there are times when I look at Scripture and something stands out differently as I read it in a new day, in a, in a new way. And, and as I see what happens in two of the different circumstances, there is an observation that is really clear to me. That observation is that Jesus says, follow me. And the response is, first, let me. You know that Jesus says, follow me. And the response in, on the two occasions is, first, let me. Now, now, how would you fill in the blank? Jesus says to you, he, he speaks to me, he says, follow me, and we say, first, let me. <laughs> How would you fill in the blank? Uh, would you say, uh, absolutely, I'm, I'm really into that, Jesus, I'm, I'm going to follow you. I'm not even going to say, first, let me. Or are you in that... Uh, manner of life uh, that you, you need to say, first, let me. <laughs> and, you, and you fill in the blank. 
Well, when I thought about what what they said, uh, they said, first, let me go and bury my father. And then the other one said, first, let me say goodbye uh, to to those who are uh, special in in my life. It, It sounds pretty good. Doesn't it? First, let me, Lord, I, I want to follow you. Absolutely. But uh, there are uh, a few things first I need to do before I follow you. Yeah, I, th- I thought about that and, and I thought, you know, there are all kinds of things that we can fill in the blanks with. And, and, and here, here are a few. Jesus, I, I will follow you, but first let me uh, let, let me get married and, and, and have children. And then I will follow you or or, or Jesus, I, I will follow you when the kids have all grown up and 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 there's not so much to do. You know, these kids, they take a lot of time. First, let me uh, uh, have the kids grow up and, and then we'll, we'll, we'll be able to arrange that. I'll, I'll follow you. Or maybe it's this. God, uh, first, first let me finish that project. You know, it's a big project. It's an important project. It, it, it needs me. And if it doesn't have me, I, it, it, it's, it's just not going to get done. So, God, please, um, just just let's work together on this. First, let me finish this really important project and then I'll follow you. Or or maybe it's like this. uh, You know, God, right now in my life, I'm not feeling real good. I'm not feeling about good about myself. My health is just right. You know, when when I get feeling better and and. I'm a little bit on a more even keel. I'm going to follow you. Besides, God, it's pretty hard to follow you if I'm sick and in bed. I, I just really can't do that. You know, I'm bed laden. And first, let me get all better. And I'll follow you. Or, or maybe it's like this. Uh, um, have you ever heard of wild oats? I, I always heard about wild oats when I was growing up. That's that's a, maybe an old term. But 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 it still has relevance. First, let me uh, sow my wild oats. That that means first, let me do my own thing. Let me live my own life. Let me let me maybe live in the party atmosphere. Let me hang out with the people I want to hang out with. First, let me do all these things. Let me have fun, God. First, let me. And then I will. I will follow. Follow you. Or, Or maybe it's this. God, first let me uh, uh, first let me because uh, to, to to do what I need to do in my own strength. You, you know, God, um, it, it's scriptural, isn't it? Um, God helps those who help themselves. Anybody know where that's found out, by the way? I, I couldn't find it this morning when I was looking it for it in my Bible. The, the concordance wasn't wasn't working very well, Mardell. It isn't in there. Uh, the scripture it isn't in there. Uh, 
that doesn't say that God helps those who help themselves. So so some of us, we say, well, first, let me be able to do what all the things that I can do. And then I'll follow you when I know I really need your help. Uh, God. God calls us when we can do it seemingly on our own. And God calls us to follow him when we can't do it on our own. Uh, first, first, let me, uh, Jesus, find the right church. Find that church that is perfect for me, the, the church that uh, I really like. And, and once I find the right church family, then I will follow you. You know, there, there have been some who have been searching all of their lives for the perfect Perfect church. And and they have not yet found it. Because God continues to work in perfecting imperfect people into the perfect image that he wants them to become. Uh, First. Now, we don't say this, okay? we don't say this. But it happens. First, let me follow Jesus. When everything falls apart. Huh? First, let me follow you after the time comes when everything falls apart. And the great thing about God is this. That when everything does fall apart, he's there. It might be finance, it might be health, it might be a family situation. He's there and he says, follow me, even when we have come to the end of our little rope. He's there. Grace, patience, love, kindness, because when he was on the cross, the scripture is so clear. The one who was beside him said, remember me. He was at the end of his rope and he decided to follow Jesus on the cross next to him. But it doesn't have to be at the end of your rope that you begin to follow him. Amen. Follow me today. (laughs) Follow me right now, Jesus says. Uh, Can can, can you imagine, I mean, that, that we actually do this to God in the delayed following? Do you get it? Can you imagine? Let's just kind of imagine here this morning. Imagine that you you're 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 dying on a on a on a a gurney, and and they need to do heart surgery on you. And 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 if they don't do heart surgery on you immediately, something really bad is going to happen. Can you just kind of picture that? And 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 the doctor comes in and says to you. Uh, 
I, I see that you need surgery and we need to do it. But um, uh, I'm, I'm able to to help you and I'm able to to do what you need to do. But um, first, let me go on a two week holiday because I've already got it scheduled. <laughs> and then I'll come back and I'll work on you. I mean, that's kind of what we do to God at times. God says, follow me. Uh, n- not in two weeks, but, but, but right, right now. Uh, can, can you imagine you, you are a, a, a young man who really, really has a, a heart for a young lady and, and you, you have proposed to this young lady and, and, and you, you want to enter into a covenant relationship with that, that young lady. You want to get married. <laughs> and you are excited about the, the proposal of marriage and, and the, the lifelong commitment. And you say to, to her, Oh, I, I want you to go with me and be with me for the rest of my life. And she says, uh, first, let me date five other guys and see if you are actually the right one. You know, this, this first, let me, have we done that to God? Do we do that? To him. What will it take to be a follower, a disciple of Jesus Christ? Is, is God speaking to you? You have been following him and he is asking you right now in your life to follow him in a direction that is a whole new thing. And it comes with questions and things that bring uncertainty and the thought of perhaps of, of discomfort. And, and, and it's kind of like that. God, um, first, first let me uh, try to figure it out before I follow you on this one. You see, verse 59, as we look at it, when this man says, let me uh, go first and bury my father. It, it gives insight into the uh, Jewish funeral procedure. An initial burial would take place shortly after the person's death. And, and this man is not locked away in mourning. So we conclude the burial has already taken place. But then one year later, after the first burial, the son would then return to rebury the bones in a special box in a slot in the tomb wall. If, if that's the situation here, then this man who has been called by Jesus would be asking Jesus to give him a year's time, a year's delay, be following before following him. But Jesus is saying, my friend, my call, 
the call of the kingdom, the call of discipleship is most urgent. Amen. My call cannot wait. It is a call for today. As long as it is called today, today is a day of following Jesus. Today is a day of salvation. No delay. While the word, okay, the word isn't there, folks. The word is not used in the Bible. But the idea is. The word procrastination. Like that word, huh? Procrastination. It is the act of willfully delaying the doing of something that should be done. The delaying of doing something that should be done. God has promised forgiveness to our repentance. But He has not promised us tomorrow to our procrastination. There's a story about delaying, holding off. It goes like this. There was an American eagle. That was flying high above the Niagara River on a cold and wintry day. He, uh, he saw a dead animal floating down the river. He thought to himself, what a great feast. He landed and he sank his talons deep into the carcass and began to, to feed upon it. He, he thoroughly enjoyed the feast. He said, first, uh, let me eat a little bit more and thought that he had plenty of time to to withdraw. He continued to eat. He decided that he would let go of the carcass at the last minutes. Not long after that, he was approaching the falls. He tried to fly away. However, he was in for a rude awakening when he found out that his feet were frozen to the carcass. In the end, he fell with the carcass. It's a parable of delay, delay, delay. And there be me a moment when then it is too late. Jesus said to the, this first follower, you must count the cost. He said to the second, you need to leave it all behind. And he said to the third, don't ever, don't ever look back. In film, if you are an actor or an actress, you will uh, find that they have takes Take one. Take two. Take three. If there could be something said about this scripture this morning, 
I think there are three takes. The first take is this. That our security is always found in following Jesus Christ. Amen? Our security is always found in following Jesus Christ. Jesus said the security is so great that you may not even have a place to lay your head. <laughs> Woo! Foxes have holes and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. The security is so great that even if we do not have a place to lay our head, we still have Jesus. Give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. Jesus uh, said he is the way. He is the truth and in him is the life. There is no other way to the father. Except to know him. Those very first followers of Jesus, those fishermen, they literally, the Bible says they dropped their nets. And they followed him. The security was in Christ, is in Christ. The second take is this. Sacrifice is highly probable. Sacrifice is is likely. Jesus uh, indicates here that uh, we are to follow him above mom and dad. Brother and sister. Above family, above those who would be the, the closest friends. Sacrifice is inevitable. Some have have literally sacrificed all family, community, friends, community, all to follow him. In following, you got to count the cost. It, it probably is going to cost everything for some, or a whole lot for others. And it's full. It's impossible to fully comprehend what that cost will be, but it does mean sacrifice. I will follow you, Jesus, even though I don't know what that may mean. John Stott, an Anglican evangelical who just died this last July, writes, the Christian landscape is strewn with a wreckage of half-built towers. The ruins of those who began to build and were unable to finish. For thousands of people still ignore Christ's warnings and undertake to follow Him without first pausing to reflect on the cost of doing so. The result is the great scandal of Christianity today. So-called Christianity in countries to which Christian civilization has spread, large numbers of people have covered themselves with a decent, thin veneer of Christianity. They have allowed themselves to become somewhat involved, enough to be respectable, but not enough 
to be uncomfortable. Their religion is a great, soft cushion. It protects them from the hard unpleasantness of life while changing its place and shape to suit their own conveniences. No wonder, he says, the cynics speak of hypocrites in the church and dismiss religion or faith in Jesus Christ as solely an escape. Oh God, give us grace that it is following Him and following all. The third take and the the last take is this. There will always be sounds of rumbling from behind. There will always be sounds behind. Those sounds will tempt us to look back, to look back, to look back, to look back. Do you hear the sounds are rumbling <laughs> to look back? Uh, Satan will do it very well. He, he will seek to focus you and to draw your attention on the past that Jesus Christ's blood had already covered. He will try to accuse you of something that has already been washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. Don't need to look back. But he will also say to us, wasn't the past pretty grand? With all those different things of the world. Why don't you return to it? Why don't you go back? The proverb says something about a dog. A dog will return to its vomit. <laughs> I've seen it happen. And it, it's... It's it's just bad. I, I just I, I, I why, why did I even bring that up? <laughs> but 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 the Bible says it. Can we ever look back? Could we ever go back to the past, to the old way of life? Or do we walk in the new of today? Follow. I will follow on. Jesus said these words. They're profound. As I think about what Jesus said, I think about this history that he had with with his disciples. The last chapter of John, it's recorded that the fishermen had return to their nets. They'd return to their nets. But Jesus showed up on the scene (laughs) one more time. That is grace and patience and God's amazing love. It may be, it may be (laughs) 
that today is the day that Jesus is saying afresh to you again, follow me. Follow me. And I will make you to be fishers of men, fishers of women, fishers of this world today. Follow me. Could, could we stand and sing this morning? I have decided to follow Jesus one more time. Uh, we'll, we'll sing it a cappello. But you might just be there. You might just be there this morning in a delayed response. A moment of indecision. You may be there where He called you to follow Him. And you've gone back to fishing with nets. He's saying, I renew that call to you today. Will you follow me? Will you follow me? And today is your day. Either to say yes one more time or yes after this delayed response or yes for the first time in all of your life. As we sing, I have decided to follow Jesus. If you need to talk to Him, I would invite you to come and meet with Him and begin this following Jesus all the way. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. The world behind me, the cross before me. The world behind me, the cross before me. The cross before me, no turning back, no turning back. Though none go with me, still I will follow. Though none go with me, still I will follow. Turning back, 
No turning back. Decide now to follow Jesus. Will you decide now to follow Jesus? Will you decide now to follow Jesus? No turning back, no turning back. First, let me. Nineteen fifty-two. He remembers. Praise God. First, let me. Do you, do you have to fill in a blank? Or has the question already been settled? <laughs> I'm following Him right now. I'm following Him. Praise the Lord. 52 and 73. Do you remember when? Is it real? Is it current? Is it up to date? I follow Him with everything within. Amen. What's that song? The sweeter it becomes. The longer I serve Him, the sweeter He grows. The more that I love Him, more love He bestows. Each day is like heaven, my heart overflows. The longer I serve Him, the sweeter He grows. Praise the Lord. Well, Father, it's been, been real in Your presence this morning. And we thank You for simply the invitation that has been extended to each of us to follow You. We thank You that uh, You wrote us a love note of invitation to spend life with You. And life with You is better, bigger, and greater than the best party this world could ever offer. We praise You for that. And so, Lord, as we make our way into the uh, real-life situations of life this week, we follow You. And we don't want to turn back. We don't want to get caught with the sounds that are behind us to, to distract us, to dismay us, to discourage us. But our eyes, Lord, we focus affixed upon Jesus Christ, our guide, 
the author and the perfecter of our faith. And we say once again to you, Jesus, we love you. Thank you for coming for us. We pray these things in Jesus' name and we say amen and amen. Praise be to God.